Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are about to study one of the most beautiful, uplifting, and inspiring chapters, and also one of the most well-known chapters of Zechariah, that is Zechariah chapter 8, the Prophet, the Navi Zechariah. <coughs> we just completed chapter 7, in which we learned of the question that the people had of God, and that was, do we still continue to observe the fast, the fast of the ninth day of Av, which was instituted in commemoration of and in mourning of the loss and the destruction of the first temple. Instead of answering the question, God corrected the people by saying <coughs> that based on your question, it seems that you don't fully understand that you don't understand at all, that you're not getting the point of why the temple was destroyed and what a redemption looks like. And God then told us very clearly that I made it very clear to the earlier prophets and we quoted from Isaiah, <coughs> although we certainly find <coughs> those ideas expressed in many of the other prophets, <coughs> that God is not interested in our fasts. He's not interested in us raising our voices in prayer. What he wants us is to end oppression of the poor, to end the fighting amongst people, to end dishonesty, and to be just and kind and truthful with each other. That then, when we do that, then God will listen to our prayer. God will pay attention to our fasts. This was the answer, and God says that in the first temple they did not do that, which was the reason for the destruction. And now in the second temple, if you want a true redemption, what you're asking, your question uh, hinted or <clears throat> made it clear that you weren't sure is this the redemption well it can be if you treat each other properly with kindness and you end oppression and you feed the poor and you clothe the naked in this next chapter we are going to have god explain to us what the true redemption looks like <clears throat> how beautiful will it be when the true redemption happens and it could be now it could be now, meaning in the day of Zechariah, right now, we have the temple, we can make it happen. It's in our hands. And these are the instructions. And the word of God, the Lord of hosts, to me was as follows. So says the Lord God. It is true that I was angry, I was very vengeful for Zion, for the honor of Zion, a tremendous vengeance. And I was terribly angry in, 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 um, and, and jealous on behalf of Zion of Zion because of the way you guys acted beforehand, what I just described in chapter 7. However, says God, I have now come back to Zion. I have now come back. Remember the chariots that we studied in, in chapter 6? The chariots of God have returned. They are back. They're here. It might not be a grand, beautiful building like you expected, but I'm here. And now Jerusalem shall be called. What's the key? What is it called? Not the city of God, but the city of truth. It's no, more long, no longer going to be the city of falsehood. For the true redemption to happen, Jerusalem has to be the city of truth. The of Then it will be the mountain of the Lord God, the holy mountain, when it is the Ir Ha'emes, the city of truth. 
says God, yes, I am here. I will do my part. There shall yet be elderly people, men and women, sitting in the streets of Jerusalem. And each man holding his staff because they will live long, healthy, beautiful, prosperous lives. In the cities, the streets of the city will be full of yiladim v'yiladot, of young boys and young girls, misachakim playing, playing in the streets of Jerusalem. This shall yet happen. This image, this beautiful image, will yet happen. God promises us it will. But He's going to tell us what we need to do to make that happen. Ko amar Adonai so says the Lord God, verse 6, even though it seems so wondrous, it seems almost impossible in the eyes of the remnants of this nation, the remnants of this nation that are coming back, trickling back from Babylon into Jerusalem. They see this desolate city. They see the city with, the, with yes, a temple built, but the temple is run down. It's small. It's ragged. It's just, it's impoverished. They see this. They can't imagine the wondrous vision I just described by Amimahim in those days, God says, is, is, uh, there's several ways of reading this. I'm reading this. Even in my eyes, it seemed almost unimaginable, so to speak. Of course, we don't imagine God's imagination. Another way of understanding this is, 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 is kind of rhetorically, should it be even my eyes of wonder? In other words, I can make it happen. But I like to read it the first way. Even in my eyes, I never knew. And why? Because I don't know, because it depends on the behavior of the people which we're about to read. No Madonites also says the Lord God. I myself was concerned and am concerned right now that you won't get the message. So says the Lord God, I am going to save and redeem my nation coming from all the way the land of the east and coming from the land of the west where the sun sets. Remember the directions where the chariots of God came back from, where they went to search out all of the people that were left and bring them back to the land. I have brought them, and they reside within Jerusalem. And they will be for me a nation, and I will be for them as a God. But when when there is truth and when there is justice and when there is righteousness, that is when. I know there's other ways to read this verse, but as we read the next few verses, you'll see clearly that this is exactly what that means. So says the Lord God, Those of you that are listening in these days, right now, right here in the second temple, when everything doesn't look so great, I want you to strengthen your hands. You are listening to these words, from the mouths of my prophets. In other words, Zechariah is telling you right now this message, these words. Asher biyom yusad beit Adonai He is saying these words on this very day that the house of God is being established. Ha'echol, this building Libanos is being built. Ki because before these days, before we had the people coming back from the lands of the east and the west, before we had the building being built, before I came back in my chariot, so to speak, from those faraway places and resided in Jerusalem like I just read. The 
the sechar, the gain that a person would gain. Now, there, there's many ways to interpret this. The way I th- I'm, I'm interpreting this is that when there is no spiritual purpose to our lives, then the gain that a person gains is loniyah is like nothing. And the reward that one gets through their animals, animals representing the belongings of people, right? It's like nothing. It's like meaningless. Another way of reading this is that the reward that an animal gets is similar to the reward that a person gets. They might get a benefit they might eat something and feel full they might eat something pleasurable they might gain some pleasure from a, a physical activity but Ainana it is nothing it is worthless because before these days before I returned before there was a spiritual purpose and for he who goes and for he who comes Ain Shalom there is no real peace from the suffering people have to suffer people have to work hard to gain something but when there is no meaning there is no shalom, there is no peace. So even when one gets reward, it's nothing. And when that happens, when there's no purpose, when there's no meaning, people, I send people, one man against the other, what God says. When, when I am not present, when I am not there like I am now in Jerusalem, the people fight each other. They oppress each other in order to gain more and more and more. And the more they gain, there's no meaning in that which they gain. When someone gains through oppression of another, there is no meaning. But now, I am no longer like this, like I was in those days to the remnant of the people. Says the Lord God, now I am here. Now I am present. I am here and I am telling you that if you come and worship me and you serve me the way I'm about to describe in the proper way, not Ishbireo man against the other, but rather Kizera Hashalom because it is the it is the uh, the outgrowth, it is what uh, of peace is when one sows, when one plants peace, that's when Agefantitin Piria. That is when the vine gives its actual fruit. That is when the result of what we do is meaningful. When it is done with peace, with shalom, that is when the land gives its true produce, the meaningful produce. That is when the heavens give their due and give sustenance to the world. That in I, I being present, the, when God is present among the interactions between people, when God is there when we do our work to bring out the sustenance from the world, from the earth and to grow our vines and to grow our grain, when God is there and when peace is between people, that is when the fruits of our labors is meaningful. That is when there is actual real sechar ha'adam, real reward to human beings. When you are in, and that is when the example that you set is, um, that is when the example that you set for other nations is important. And that is when people look at you and they see that you're meaningful and the rest of the world wants to learn from you because they see peace among you. Because when you were kasher hayitem kilolo when you were just a curse among all the other nations, when people looked at you and they saw your dishonesty and your oppression, both the house of Judah, the southern kingdom, the old days, and the northern kingdom in the old days, right? 
Just like then you were a curse among all the Goyim, they looked at you in the similar way now when you treat each other with peace and kindness, I will also save you, and now instead you will be for a blessing. Do not be afraid. Be strong in your hands. Build this redemption. Make this redemption happen. How do you make this redemption happen? Because so says God, just like I had planned to do bad to you and I made plans and I punished you when your forefathers made me angry and upset and then I did not change my mind I was pushed into acting angrily so too now in these days right now this is really important because Zechariah is emphasizing that I'm talking to you the people that are in front of me right now could make it happen not later not someday far off in the future oh one day in the far off future there will be the elderly people living long process I don't know right now you could make it happen now I will be good to Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. Altiro, do not be afraid. The redemption can be now. But tasu. But these are the things that you have to do to make it happen, God says. I promise. I just said it in the last 15 verses. I promise I will be here. But these are the things that you have to do. Dabru Emet This proves that when it said before, the Irha Emet of Yushalayim means when you people speak truth one man to the other emet mishpat shalom when it said before that there has to be that um if we look back at um where was it verse 10 lo in shalom right when we looked at so 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 the, the, what, what is the shalom when, it, when you speak truth and when you speak judgment of peace that's the type of judgment the judgment that brings peace between man and another and each person shouldn't be thinking so much about how to do bad to the other person to take advantage of him stop thinking these kinds of things in your hearts and stop loving making all of these false uh, false oaths and swearing and making false statements to other people in order to better your position and take advantage of them these are the things that I hated so says God I can make and I will make this happen now the full redemption will happen now if you do truth kindness justice that is what is necessary to make this happen. And then the word of God to me was as follows. Then you want to know when you won't need to fast anymore? So says the Lord God. The fast of the fourth month. That's the, the month of the, the fast of the seventh day of Tammuz. And the ninth and the fifth month, which is the ninth day of Ab fast. Which occurs in the month of Tishrei. The tenth day of the month of Tevesh, the tenth month. All four of those fasts, which, are now inst- which have been instituted to commemorate the destruction of the first temple, various stages of that destruction. When you do these things, when you live peacefully, 
I will bring about this redemption and you will know. Then Then those fasts will be days of rejoicement, of rejoicing and happiness and celebration for the house of Judah. There will be wonderful holidays. But you must love peace and truth. So if you want to know when you'll stop fasting, when you change, when you are emes v'ashalom, when you love peace, when you love truth, then I will respond by bringing the wonderful redemption that I just described. And that's when these fasts will be over. There are several, there are, there are different un- interpretations of this verse, but uh, I'm going along with the Radak and the Rambam who understand that during the time of the second Beit HaMikdash, they still fasted because the people did not <coughs> achieve the level, unfortunately, that could have brought about the proper redemption. Kom, as we know, the second Beit HaMikdash was destroyed because of Sinat Chinam, because of baseless hatred, as our rabbis teach us. <coughs> the message of Zechariah, tragically, for hundreds of years of the Second Temple, did not get fulfilled because the people didn't get the message. Kom, so says the Lord God, Od Asher Yavohu Amin. It shall yet happen. <coughs> it will happen. It could be now. But at some point it will happen. When all of the nations of the world will then look and see and people that live in great cities and lots of cities around the world, they will look at you and they'll see emet, they'll see truth, they'll see shalom, they'll see peace, they'll see mishpat, they'll see just, justice, they'll see tzedakah, they'll see righteousness. And the people from one city will go to the people of the next city and say, We have to go and find out what it is that God wants from us. Remember, this whole episode started in the beginning of chapter 7 when the people came from Babylon looking to find the wisdom of God. They wanted to know. They came to the temple to wanted to ask the prophets. The whole world will come to each other and say, let's go and find out. Let's go search out the Lord God. I want to go too. I want to go too. People will come to each other. And many, many nations and powerful, powerful countries and empires will come to search out the Lord God in Jerusalem and to beg and find what the will of God is. This is going to happen. It's going to happen. It can happen now. And if it doesn't happen now, someday, someday in the future, you'll get the message and it will happen. When this day happens, so says God, in those days, Ten men will come and grab me. Call the Shonos from ten different languages, from ten different places, foreign nations, each one speaking a different language. And they'll grab the corner of the garment of a Jewish man, Lamar, saying, Let us go with you. We want to go with you back to Jerusalem. Because we have heard that God is with you. But when does this happen? When we emet v'shalom God gives us the message. When will we communicate this message to everyone in the world? When we get the message ourselves that God is about emet v'shalom. God is about peace and truth. Thank you so much for listening to Zechariah chapter 8 together with me. Looking forward to studying Zechariah chapter 9. And of course the rest of this beautiful book of Zechariah together.